Recorded by The Way in Brea. Lead pastor Von Jarrett has a heart for the people at The Way and a desire to reach the lost. The Way's production department prays this message is a blessing to you and that you find yourself closer to God through application. Thanks, Baba. Yeah. Thank you. <clears throat> man, Ray is on fire. I love you for that, man. That, that just encourages us. Amen? Amen. Thank you for that. Um, yeah, today uh, our pastor will be, he's, uh, it's one of those weekends where he gets to uh, take some time off. So it's uh, my honor and privilege to um, share the word with everyone today. Um, yeah, yesterday was special. Uh, we had uh, Brother Steve and Sister Liz come over um, <clears throat> and just uh, fellowship with us and, and you know, just go through the uh, time of communion with the Lord for a couple hours that we had together to uh, just honor Him and just uh, remember, you know, what He's called communion for. Um, and it's, it's, it's just special and really enjoyed the fellowship yesterday. Um, and God's, God's always doing something, amen? He's always doing something. There's a reason why you guys were there. There's a reason why um, we were available and um, we just have to trust in him, amen? Amen. amen. All right, so <clears throat> just to kind of give you guys a recap from last week, um, Pastor shared about the two kingdoms. Um, we saw the life of religious people uh, such as the Pharisees and Sadducees, and the people that were also filled with the Holy Spirit. Um, it was a very sad situation for those religious folks that are playing church uh, versus the folks that are filled with, this, with the Holy Spirit that are coming here expecting to meet Him and, um, and not just, you know, just come here for, you know, social, being, so, being social or... or um, um, or, you know, also the Bible tells us where they were teaching and preaching things, but they're not actually doing it, right? Um, where for us folks that are filled with the Spirit, um, we are living through our faith. We are walking in our faith. And um, uh, we just need to pray, I uh, felt like, for our brothers and sisters that may be in that place where they just, um, you know, they're... they're Challenged with uh, with uh, their relationship with the Lord, um, and that we uh, we also pray that um, you know that to for them to allow Jesus in, for them to have that open heart, uh, like some of us you know did, uh, to have them come in and break down that broken foundation uh, that he, you know Pastor touched on also, and allow 
um, allow the Lord to rebuild his foundation of love uh, in them and in us. Amen. Amen. Um, so this leads us to our message today. Uh, God is preparing his wedding uh, for us, and because of his amazing love for us, um, he will be returning to us again. Amen. Amen. Um, so the title of the message today will be The Returning King, right? The Returning King. We're going to spend some time in uh, Matthew chapter 24. Uh, we're going to go through um, verse 1 through 36. Uh, but real quick, just to, before we get started in verse 1, in Matthew 23, leading into um, the scriptures we're going to go into, Jesus is speaking to the multitudes and explaining how the Pharisees preach and teach, but they don't follow their own teachings. Basically, again, like I said, playing church. Uh, Matthew 23, 37 to 39, this is the last couple of scriptures in 23. Uh, it says, O Jerusalem, Jerusalem, the one who kills the prophets and stones those who are sent to her. How often I wanted to gather your children together as a hen gathers her chicks under her wings, but you were not willing. See, your house is left to you de desolate. For I say to you, you shall, see no, you shall see me no more till you say, Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Jesus is very sad and sorrowful in this moment over Jerusalem. And... Um, this is, again, he is, he's, you know, speaking to the multitudes, and he is, his heart is broken because the ones he has chosen has rebuked him. And, um, and, and now we're going to go into um, Matthew 24. So I just want to give you just, uh, just a, uh, exactly where Christ was in that moment before we go into um, 24. But let's, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we love you. We thank you for this morning. We thank you for the breath in our lungs, Father God. Uh, Lord, you are the King of kings, the Lord of lords. You are the author of our life, Father. You are the creator of all things, Lord. You are Emmanuel, Father. We thank you in advance for your presence, Lord. Your word tells us when two or more gather, you are in the midst. And we, we are grateful and thankful, Father God. Lord, I just ask you this morning to use me as an empty vessel. I have nothing to offer, Lord, but you have everything to offer us, Lord. And I ask you, Lord, just to anoint my lips and my heart, Lord, as you speak through me, Father God. And just bless us. Let us open our hearts, our ears, Lord, and let us receive what you have for us today. You're a giving Father. You are here to give and pour more of yourself into us, Lord. Let us be open to receive that this morning, Father. We love you. We thank you in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 All right. So we're going to start off in uh, Matthew 24, uh, verse 1. Then Jesus went out and departed from the temple, and his disciples came to show him the buildings of the temple. And Jesus said to them, Do you not see all these things? Assuredly, I say to you, not one stone shall be left here upon another. That shall not be thrown down. Now as he sat on the Mount of Olives, the disciples came to him privately. 
saying, Tell us, when will these things be? And what will be sign of your coming and of the end of the age? So, again, Jesus is brokenhearted right now. And, um, you know, just because of, 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 of his children rebuking him in Jerusalem. Um, and I think it's important. Anytime Jesus speaks, it's, it's, it, it has significant, you know, purpose. And uh, it's a blessing. Amen. And it's important that he's telling, showing the disciples uh, about the temple's destruction, and um, uh, he's going to bring it all down because it's built on, uh, it's not built on God's foundation. Right. Amen. Um, again, the Pharisees and the Sadducees were preaching, but they weren't actually doing it, right? And then they did not believe in, in Christ um, as the Son of God. So, um, it, it's showing us two things. It's showing us uh, in a physical form uh, the the you know the earth. It's gonna it's gonna come to pass, right? There's gonna be a new earth and new heaven, and also spiritually, I think he's also talking about for those that are not filled with the Spirit that has not accepted Him. Amen. Um, then disciples ask for more details. What kind of sign are we supposed to see? Uh, you know, now they're looking into the future. They're, they're anticipating. Uh, they believe uh, in his words, and they're asking him, you know, what kind of signs are we going to see, and how are we going to know that the end times are coming? Um, they want to know so that they, could look out, they, they can look out for it. Um, are we looking out for the things God shares with us, or do we forget? Yeah. So when we're reading, when we're, when we're communing with Christ and he's showing us these things, um, are we looking out for those things? Uh, and honestly, personally speaking, at times I don't. Most times I don't. What he's showing me to come into the future, I'm more focused in the present. Um, but again, this is a, a reminder to us all that we are not only supposed to be praying and living in the present, but also praying for the future because he's telling us, he's showing us what's coming ahead of us. Um, we know and believe he's going to return, but we don't know. We need to stay in our word to continue to hear from him and keep praying and keep fellowshipping because we are quick to forget. Yes. My memory is horrible. 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 And... Um, you know, it's very important that we continue to commune with him and, and seek him and be in his word so that we're always, you know, um, reminded. But he's such a good father because even in preparation of the message, he's bringing scriptures, you know, to remembrance. That's what his word promises us. And it just comes to life, and that's when I get really excited. I'm jumping up and down. You know, people see me smiling, sitting by myself, preparing, and I can see that that, that happens to all, you know, uh, pastors and teachers. It's just that joy of his realness, you know. He's a real father, and, he, uh, and he's living. Um, his word is powerful, amen? It, it's so beautiful. Um, so again, we just have to be mindful. We're easy to forget. Some of you guys don't. You guys have that extra, you know, boost. But uh, uh, me personally, I know I struggle with that. But um, as we...
continues to stay in his word. He continues to speak to us and, you know, be there for us. Uh, so it's important to, to do that. Um, verse 4. And Jesus answered and said to them, Take heed that no one deceives you. For many will come in my name, saying, I am the Christ, and will deceive many. And you will hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you are not troubled, for all these things must come to pass. But the end is not yet. For nation will rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom. And there will be famines, pestilences, viruses, and earthquakes in various places. All these are beginning of sorrows. Then they will deliver you up to tribulation and kill you. And you will be hated by all nations for my name's sake. And then, are we ready for that? <laughs> Man, this was hard. It's like... Um, you know, re, you know. Just preparing for this message, I pray. I, I had a, I had a colleague when I right before I gave my life to the Lord. She used to always pray for Jesus to return. Come today, please, Lord. I'm like, what are you praying for? And I don't understand. You know. And today, I want you to come today. I'm like, man, you're going through something. What's going on? I, I was I was blind to what she was saying. I was deaf to what she was saying. But now I understand what she was praying for. It ain't easy living in this world. It ain't easy. And, I, and you know, I, I often find myself praying for the Lord to come back to save us so we don't have to deal with any of um, each other uh, and, and some of the stuff in this world. Um, but also, you know, we don't know when that's going to be. It can be in 10 minutes. It can be... 20 years from now, it can be whenever he's going to come back, but um, there's going to be some tough times coming ahead. Um, verse 10, and then many will be offended, will betray one another, and will hate one another. Help us, Lord. Then many false prophets will rise up and deceive many, and because lawlessness will abound, prosper, to love of many will grow cold. The love of many will grow cold. But he who endures to the end shall be saved. And this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in all the world as a witness to all the nations, and then the end will come. Verse 4, it says, Pay attention and don't be cheated. If we are not in our word and serving Christ, it's going to be easy to be cheated. Amen. Amen? If we're not in our word and we're not serving the Lord, we're not seeking to commune with Him, to hear from Him, uh, we're not seeking His wisdom, then we can, the, the enemy can easily distract us and, and, and guide us different direction. And in, 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 the, in those times where we're not in our word, we're not praying, we're not seeking His guidance, um, we are going to be relying on our own understanding or others, other people's, you know, um, understandings. Amen. Uh, he has all the answers. He knows the beginning to the end. Amen. And that's what we need to rely on. He's the only person that we need to rely on. 
We need to seek him um, for all things. Uh, verse 6, he also says, don't be troubled. Man, that's, I don't know, but, you know, he, he, there's a lot of stuff that's going to be happening. It says um, lawlessness will prosper. But at the same time, he's saying, don't be troubled. It's hard living in this world. It's only going to get harder, right? And he's saying, don't be troubled. Why should we not be troubled? Because he simply says so. He simply says so. Amen. He simply says, do not be troubled. We have to have faith and believe in what God's telling us. Amen. And, um, and we should always be preparing. He says, and so, and he's always preparing us to overcome the challenges of life in this world, including the end times. He's doing something in every single one of us every single day. Amen. Through each other, you know, um, and, and we just have to believe that he's preparing us to overcome those, tribula- those times, you know, of tribulation of, 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 and, and, and any challenges. I mean, I don't know, I think we can all raise our hand, but he's helped us overcome some things already. Yeah. Amen? Amen? Amen. Right. And... Um, and, so, and I love what was shared earlier, uh, how he doesn't see us how we were, but who's, he sees us who he's made us to be. Amen. That's amazing. Yeah. You know, we're different. We don't, we don't see things like that. Yeah. Amen. Um, <clears throat> but I love it how he's, he's, he's assuring us his peace. Don't be troubled. Yeah. It's going to be hard, but don't be troubled. Um, let's think about our soldiers for a second. Most of them are not troubled because they have, number one, committed to serve and protect our country. Number two, they're always training. Yes. They're always training so that when war comes, they're not surprised. Amen. They're not surprised. They do this daily. They're training daily. And, you know, with today's technology and blessing of God, uh, how we can, you know, how this country, you know, basically rules the skies. They can see what's coming ahead. God's allowed these technologies for us to see ahead, for our soldiers to be prepared. Just like God's doing here, He's preparing us for the future. He's telling us what's coming before we experience it. Right? Um... So, we have to ask ourselves, have we committed our lives to God? Have we committed our lives to God? And that's what's going to help us prepare for these times, or for these challenges that um, we face today and in the future. Are we training like our soldiers do? When war comes, those guys are ready. They're ready. They know what they're doing. They're not surprised. They, they didn't just get, you know, side, uh, you, know, some, you know, something just came from the side and just got them. They know. They're, they're prepared. Are we, are we training? Are we in our word? Are we praying? Are we fellowshipping? Are we looking out for one another? Are we holding each other accountable? Amen. That's how we grow. 
I love what Sarah said um, a couple weeks ago when she straight called out her fellow young adults. You guys were lying to me. You guys should have hold me accountable. But that's real. It's so amazing. And I was, I was praising her outside. I said, girl, you are special. You encourage me because that's how we should be, you know, that's real love. That's real love. Not, you know, faking the funk. Real love. Real love. And it's, it's, it's a blessing to, to, to the folks that she was speaking to. Like, guys, I encourage you. You know, tell me I'm doing things wrong. You know, help me know the fight. At, at times we don't know. Right? So we have to um, re, uh, remind each other. Um, not being surprised by the tough seasons that we experience. The Lord tells us, I think, I hope we all know this, but it's going to be tough. It's not going to be easy. Being a Christian is not going to be easy. Uh, it wasn't easy for him. It's not going to be easy for us. Right. Amen? And um, we, just ha- we just can't be surprised. We should expect it. It's going to happen. It can be- happen between us. It can happen between coworkers. It can happen between our bosses. It's going to happen. But we have to be prepared um, in that time um, to overcome that, to overcome that. <clears throat> it's crazy. So I had this vision. I don't know why I had this vision, but I know God had a, had a reason for this vision. I had this vision before I started preparing for this message, and I shared it with uh, pastors. Like, you got you to share that. I said, all right. And it just so happened, I promise you, I would have never shared this today if I wasn't spending time with my pastor and, 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 and sharing what, I experienced, and God just, it was all God. God just brought it in that moment so that uh, pastor encourages me to share that because I would have never thought yeah. that would, you know, be, um, um, you know, be good for this uh, message. But anyway, I, I had this vision. I don't know, it was during the day, and uh, I saw myself on a hospital bed <clears throat> like I was ill, but I didn't know what, what I was dealing with. It was just me, and I, I remember myself, I see myself just smiling, relaxing, you know, in peace, and, and Julia and the, and the kids were there, and uh, I just remember sharing the peace that God's provided to us, even though in tough situations. You know, in those tough situations, having the peace um, that we know where we're going, you know, and... Um, it, it, it was just, uh, it was weird. I, I don't know why, what, you know, why he put that in my mind. Um, but he just, he was encouraging me to pass that peace on to, to them. Um, and I think that has uh, you know, a lot to do with, uh, with us committing our lives to the Lord, my family committing our lives to the Lord, and, and continuing to, to, you know, train, be in his word, um, serve him, you know. Um, but yeah, it was, uh, it, 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 it was just interesting why he showed me that. I, I thought I'd share that with you guys. Um, yeah. Uh, verse 7 through 11, uh, there is going to be some rough seasons 
and even death for his name's sake. It's happening today. Uh, I'll show you guys a quick image. I think you guys are all aware of this. But um, people are dying for his name's sake. Uh, Isaiah, if you have that picture. So I don't know if you guys remember all the Christian um, brothers that were beheaded for declaring Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. It's happening. So all the things that God's telling us, it's happening. And it's going to continue to happen. It's going to continue to get tougher and tougher. And we need to be praying for those times. Whenever those times are, it's, it's going to get rougher. The, the scripture is going to remind us right now. It's going to get harder. So we need to continue not to only pray in the presence, but pr- pray for our brothers and sisters that are going to be there at that time. Yeah. Amen. Amen. We also need to be praying for their families, including the, our brothers that were beheaded, their families, so that their love doesn't grow cold. Imagine, like I was just imagining like if, if my wife or someone, you know, was one of those people. Like how, you know, here's a, lo- a God we are praising and serving, and this is how we, it ends up happening. I can see the flesh, you know, could be weak, and, and the enemy comes in at that moment trying to discourage us from the God that, you know, that we serve. Um, but we have to pray for those families. Amen. Amen. We have to pray for each other. Uh, verse 12, lawlessness will prosper. It's going to get even worse. It's going to get worse. Evil is going to is gonna have his time. Are we ready for that? And, and because of this, like I just mentioned, the love of people will grow cold. Like in today's world, someone doesn't say hi to you. We automatically, you know, uh, get offended, right? And we're, we're just sensitive people, including myself, you know? And it's like, what's wrong with us? Can you imagine how harder it's going to be? And here we're, you know, one person doesn't say hi or says something bad about us, and we're, you know, we're offended. And our love is growing cold. Our hearts are hardening. Yes. We're allowing that to happen. Yes, amen. I wrote, we need to be able to turn the cheek in those situations and be okay to be humiliated. Yeah. We, have to, we have to exercise. We, I'm sure we all deal with someone saying something to us uh, almost every day or at least a couple times a week. We have to use those opportunities as training yes. in practicing the Word of God Amen. and applying it, applying it. Amen? He's giving us the opportunities to grow closer to Him. But are we willing to get closer to him, to honor him, to glorify him? He did it for us, amen? Amen. He did it for us. And 
Who are we not to do it for him? Yes. Who are we? Who do we think we are not to do this much of what, what, how much of he's, that he's done? Romans 12, 21. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good, with love. Amen? Amen. It's hard. It's not easy. But if we are committed to him, and if we are in, in training and in, in, in prayer and reading the word and in communion with the Lord, um, we will overcome and we will be able to honor him uh, and glorify him. Uh, verse 13, but he who endures to the end shall be saved. We must endure through hardships and they come in v variety of ways. Temptations, illnesses, lost jobs, broken relationships, and persecution for one's faith are all forms of hardship. We should not be taken by surprise when hardships come. Christ warned us, John 16, 33, in this world you will have trouble. The good news is that Jesus followed up with this warning uh, with the word of encouragement. But take heart. I have overcome the world. We can endure by his grace. Amen? Amen. 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 He's already, he's, he's, he's our victorious father. Yeah. He's already done it. Verse 14, And this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in all the world as a witness to all the nations, and then the end will come. This is awesome. This is, um, this is the big picture. It reminds us that God's story of redemption, it's God's story of redemption and not mine or our story of suffering. It's not, it's not, it's not about us. It's not about us. It's about him redeeming all his children. Amen? Amen. Amen. Uh, verse 15, Therefore, when you see the abomination of desolation, which is misery, spoken of by Daniel the prophet, standing in the holy place, whoever reads, let him understand. Then let those who are in Judea flee to the mountains. Let him who is on the housetop not go down to take anything out of his house. And let him who is in the field not go back to our to get get his clothes but woe to those who are pregnant and those who are nursing babes in those days and pray that your flight may not be in the winter or on the sabbath for then there will be great tribulation such as has not been since the beginning of the world until this time no nor ever shall be and unless those days were Shortened, no flesh would be saved. But for the elect's sake, those days will be shortened. We are the elects. Amen. Um, this, uh, this passage here, um, again, uh, he is on his way, and tribulation is on its way or in progress. Right? We see it. 
building, and it's definitely on its way. Um, the conditions of your, of your flight, trip, rush to the hills, mountain of God, the Lord himself, we must continue to run to the cross. Um, at these tough times, it tells us, you know, those on the house that don't on the housetops don't run back to the house to get clothes, or you know, don't run back to uh, grab something. All we need is Him, and we need to be running towards Him to the cross. And I love recently we we touched on that, and it was such a great uh, uh, reminder. Every opportunity, it doesn't have to be just in this, in this building, but he's available everywhere. And whenever we're being challenged um, uh, with this world, we need to remember we, he's always available. We always need to come to him and for anything, small, big, anything, and just um, ask him for his help. Um, but at the end here, even in judgment, there is grace. Um, the, day, the days will be shortened. The suffering will be shortened by His amazing grace. And again, it says here, and unless those days were shortened, no flesh would be saved. But for the elect's sake, those days will be shortened. He's going to shorten those times for us. He doesn't want us to feel the suffering, the pain that some people are going to go through. He's amazing. He's amazing. Um, verse 23. Then if anyone says to you, look, here is the Christ, or there, do not believe it. For false Christ and false prophets will rise and show great signs and wonders to deceive, if possible, even the elect, us. See, I have told you beforehand, therefore, if they say to you, look, he is in the desert, do not go out. Or look, he is in the inner rooms, do not believe it. For as the lightning comes from the east and flashes to the west, so also will the coming of the Son of Man be. For wherever the carcass is, there the eagles will be gathered together. The last deception or tricks of the devil will be accelerated version of what is ongoing of his ongoing methods. It's only going to get more intense. More, uh, it's going to be more believable, right? I remember before coming to the Lord. I, you know, I still hear him, but I heard him a lot, and he is so crafty. The enemy is so crafty. He made me believe that I was a good person. You know, when I was doing, I was harming people, right? I was, you know, I was distributing things that harm people. But at the same time, he made me believe, like, oh, your parents can't afford this, so why don't you do this? And, you know, and you could uh, take care of yourself. And he's an amazing liar. Right. But the word's telling us he's even going to get better. Oh. He's even going to get better. He's going to do everything he can to direct us on the opposite path. That, that's his goal, right? right? To kill, destroy, and steal. Amen. He knows, he knows when the end times are coming. 
And I almost, I, I feel like he treats every day like that, yeah. right? I don't know, I actually, no I, I don't, no, I don't know when, I don't think he knows. I'll take that back. I don't think because the scripture tells us and it'll be revealed here. I don't think the enemy knows when our father is going to come. So he treats it like he's coming every day, right? But, it's gonna, but he's going to, as he practices, he gets better and better. Just like us in life, right? The more we practice, the better we get. Same thing. So it's going to get harder. It's going to get tougher. And he's going to get better at what he does. Verse 29. Immediately after the tribulation of those days, the sun will be darkened and the moon will not give its light. The stars will fall from heaven and the powers of the heavens will be shaken. Then the sign of the Son of Man will appear in heaven. And, when, and, and, and then all the tribes of the earth will mourn. And they will see the Son of Man coming on the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. And he will send his angels with a great sound of a trumpet. And they will excuse me, gather together his elect from the four winds from one end of heaven to the other. This is Revelation. This is uh, the new heaven and new earth for the first have and are passing away. Um, so the new, so the the the, the old earth. It, it says the sun, the 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 sun will be darkened. The moon will not give its light. The stars will fall from heaven. Can you picture that? That's, that's crazy, but it's going to happen. But also, you know, new heaven here, what, really, what is really reaching out to me is, then the sign of the Son of Man will appear in heaven. The new earth, new heaven. I feel like that's, you know, the new heaven is the sign of the Son of Man will appear in heaven. So, it's almost like it's talking in the future, right? The new heaven. Um, anyway, that's what, that's what I'm receiving. And, uh, and then it says, um, and, and also the new heaven, it's saying for the elects, we're going to be from one end to the heaven to the other end. So just vision that. All his children, all of us in heaven from one end to the other, you know, um, I can't wait for that. That's, a, that's, a, that's going to be a beautiful day. Um, verse 32. Now learn this parable from the fig tree. When its branch has already become tender and puts forth leaves, you know that summer is near. You know, when I read the scripture, it reminded me yesterday, Steve and Liz and, and Julia and I, we were in my backyard, and we saw the figs starting to come out. And just remember, and summer is coming, you know. It's so awesome. Uh, so you also, but you know, to me, I've seen those trees for some time now. But when we see it in the Word of God, it's just, it's different. It's different. This joy comes upon us, you know. And we're so grateful for that, that fruit. And um, it was, I was on the phone the other day. It was so awesome. I was talking to two colleagues, two ladies on the phone, and my window was open in the office, 
and uh, we have this tree. What, 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 what do we find out it was? Lakwat. Lakwat. It's this yellow fruit. In Armenian, it's called um, Norgyank, which means new world. Okay? And uh, so this tree is just, God's just. When he says he blesses abundantly, I mean, there's like a million of these. And it's my, it so happens to be one of my favorite fruits. And it happens to be in this house that we're, you know, living in now. And uh, anyway, I was talking to, um, to two ladies. And we're trying to focus in this deep conversation in this bird. I have a picture I have to show you guys. It's on the top of the tree. And just like praising God. Because... <laughs> All this fruit they're eating, you know? And, and the ladies are like, what is that? You know? And I was just thinking, oh, only if you knew. I said, it's a bird outside my house, and it's just, you know, happy, you know? And uh, they were dying. It was, um, it just reminds, he just reminds me how, again, his word, how he tells us how he, don't worry about tomorrow. He provides for us. He provides for the birds in the sky. That bird is in heaven. He's like, I have a maid. I have all this fruit. You know. Uh, anyway, that's uh, off topic. But it's it just God's always showing himself. We just have to, you know, see him. Um, <clears throat> I forgot where I was. Okay. So verse 32. Now learn this parable from the fig tree. When its branch has already become tender and puts forth leaves, you know that summer is near. So you also, when you see all these things, know that it is near at the doors. Assuredly, I say to you, this generation will by no means pass away till all these things take place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will by no means pass away. Um, we just have to recognize the seasons. I think God's telling us to always be aware. Be aware, you know, um, and, 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 and know the seasons that you're in. Um, and know that they're going to come to pass. Amen. Amen. Um, but make no mistake that though it has not happened yet, it will, for the Lord has declared it. Yeah. Right? It is going to come to pass. Um, and just during worship, I was just uh, so grateful for what he's done for us and our salvation. And, you know, and, you know my, my, my old, old co-worker, how she prays for Christ to come, and I'm always doing that. But we also have to re be mindful that <clears throat> he is trying to save as many as are willing to receive him. And we have to be patient for that, too. As hard as it is, we have to think about our brothers and sisters that are still struggling uh, to come to know him and to, to commit their lives to, to him so that they can make it to heaven. Uh, because we know where the other place is, and I wouldn't wish that upon anyone. And um, we just have to be patient. Last scripture, verse 36. But of the day, <clears throat> but of that day, an hour no one knows, not even the angels of heaven, but my Father only. The scripture is pretty clear. Yeah. No one knows. So that's why I took my word back when I said that enemy may know. 
Because no one knows, not, not, not even the angels, but only our Father knows. So just like the enemy's working daily and getting better at tricking and redirecting um, the children, our, us, um, we need to also be in training and getting stronger in our faith and, and actually exercising our faith um, because we don't know when he's going to come back. We don't know when he's going to come back. And his scripture says no one knows. So we always, always have to be mindful of that. It can be any time. And um, I pray that all of us, um, we're in the right we're, we're honoring him in the moment he returns. Imagine. Imagine how proud of a father he would be to see us like honoring him every second of our life moving forward until he comes. Imagine how proud he would be. Imagine. Imagine. Just, I mean, for those of us that have children, think about that, yeah. right? Our, our, our children um, honoring God, you know, until he comes back, how proud we would be, you know, and imagine how proud he would be. So we have to continue um, um, to stay in the word and to continue to seek, seek the Lord. Uh, in closing, <clears throat> a couple of things I want to share. So how will it be <clears throat> when Jesus returns? Most will not be ready but we must be ready at all moments for Jesus' return. We must commit our lives to God. We need to be aware of all seasons and anticipate His return and continue to be in our word and prayer. The world doesn't acknowledge that any of, of it is true. The world doesn't believe in these end times, that God will control the future, that Jesus is coming to judge evil. We must live with an urgency or readiness for the end times because we know it's coming. We know it's coming. We should live with a mindset focused not only in the present, but also in the future so that we can see it. And then lastly, we must be fully committed and preparing for his return. Amen. Amen. Um, Isaiah, if you don't mind coming up. So all this, um, God is so good. You know, he came once, and he's going to come again. Amen. And um, I can't wait for that time. But again, we have to be patient because our God is so good. He, you know, he leaves the 99 for one. That's who he is. And um, we just, uh, you know, need to commit our lives to him, to honor him. Uh, and, um, and just continue, continue. Um, we can't be... I don't know why he's been putting this on my heart, uh, but we can't continue to just, we can't play church. Yes. We can't play church. Amen. We are standing on holy grounds. Amen. We can't come in here, you know, 
And he's been showing us that over the past couple of weeks. We can't come in here and just raise our hands, do ministry, right? And just playing what people think church is. Um, so there's two altar calls. If we, uh, if we can just bow our heads and close our eyes. Um, the first call is <clears throat> for, 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 for those of us that have not committed our life to Jesus. That's the most important decision that, we, that anyone can make. It was the best decision that I ever made. He restored my family. He healed me. He provides for me. He shows me the purpose of my life, that there's a destiny. He wants that for all of us, every single one of us. If that's you today, and you haven't committed your life to the Lord, eyes are closed, heads are bowed, it's just you and the Lord, raise your hand and accept Him. That's you today. He's calling you. If you feel that tug on your heart, that's the Holy Spirit. I remember feeling that. I feel that today. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Our second call is going to be for, for, those, for those of us that are struggling. Our prayer team... Um, we're going to be up here. But for those of us that are struggling of putting our faith in action, of really living through, um, living, living our faith through our daily lives, if you're, if, if you're struggling in reading the Word of God, if you're struggling with spending time in prayer with him or communioning with him. Um, that's the second call. Come up. The Lord will give you his strength. He will encourage you. He will make a way. He is the way maker. He will make a way. When, when we're telling ourselves, I'm just too tired. I'm just too busy. That's the enemy working in us trying to discourage us and distract us from God's uh, presence but we know who's victorious we know who has the power and we know who truly loves us and if that's you I just want to pray with you guys this morning um, and let the, the Lord just speak to you and strengthen you and encourage you with his love. He wants to be he it's he wants to spend every minute with us. He wants to hear from us. He's always trying to speak to us. But if we're not reading, we're not willing to uh, give him the time he so well deserves, we're gonna allow the enemy to distract us and lead us down the wrong path. So if that's you, we welcome you to the altar. And uh, let the Lord just speak to you and encourage you and love on you. Um, and then um, we'll, uh, 
communion is also served. So um, have your way, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. church at 451 West Lambert Road, Suite 204 in the city of Brea. Our service times are Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. and Wednesday nights at 7 p.m. For more information, please visit our website at www.thewaybrea.com or you can download our church app by visiting your app store and searching The Way Brea. Be blessed.